This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. This is the third episode in our three-part 2021 Year in Review series. The first episode, we walked through news from around the world, and then in episode two, we zoomed in on Australia. In this episode, we take a look at the lighter stories. We all need a bit of that. I'm Kate Watson. And I'm Claire Kimball. We say it every year, but 2021 was a big news year, Claire. We know it was hard for many and a taxing year, reading pretty bleak news day in, day out for us. But we worked extra hard and we found the lighter stories, the quirky nuggets, the uplifting stuff and the plain weird. Many of it put a smile on our dial and hopefully on your dial. So in this episode, we'll pull those out and give them some airtime. We also have a daily newsletter, of course, and without fail, the most clicked link in that each day is nearly always something lighter. So we've pulled out the most clicked link each month and we'll tell Squizzers what Squizzers enjoyed this year. A bit of a look in the mirror. Let's take a walk down memory lane. Now, Claire, I did say this episode would be light, but the year did start off quite serious and squizzes were all over it. One of the most clicked links from the month was a photo gallery of the January 6th siege of the US Capitol. I'm making good on my light promise, though. The other link that was really popular was one highlighting that the whale tail was making a comeback. Claire, remind me. What's a whale tail? <laughs> if you live through the 90s as a teenager or a young adult, you'll absolutely know what it is. Uh, for everyone else, it's a visible G-string worn oh, yes. through sort of low-cut pants or a backless dress. Oh. Uh, they're usually with really thin straps, which makes me all sorts of uncomfortable just thinking about it. <laughs> uh, and in January, it was singer Dua Lipa. She took to Instagram to flaunt a whale tail look. Do you think that it's caught on? Is this still something or was it just like a fleeting moment in time where someone thought they might bring it back? We were flagging early that this was a concern. It doesn't seem to have taken off, thank goodness. Yeah, no, I haven't seen many of them around. (laughs) Classy right out of the gate though, aren't we? A theme (laughs) is also forming. February was dominated by underwear as well. Look, I promise you that underwear isn't a dominant talking point at this quiz, (laughs) Uh, but the clicks don't lie and our recommendation for a very comfy bra was a very popular one. It's made by US retailer Everlane. Uh, It's an incredible brand that has a real focus on ethical supply chains and sustainability and, look, it's just a good bra. Comfort was something on our minds having come out of COVID and lockdowns in 2020. Little did we know how much we would need a comfy bra in 2021 too, Claire. (laughs) I should also add at this point that there is a link in your episode notes to our website, which will have all this year in review content available for you to revisit if you so wish. Staying on theme and getting back into the swing of personal grooming was also an issue. Sure was. I can put my hand up to say that I'm one of those people that hasn't quite got to that as we end the year. Uh, But for former New South Wales Premier Gladys Berejiklian, she won Twitter uh, when Nine News put a picture on the screen of a very hairy man with her name in the strap underneath and she tweeted that it was too long between appointments with the beautician. Oh, I love this. She got a chance to show us her sense of humour with that one. No longer New South Wales Premier, of course. Heading into March and on fashion and beauty again, our recommendation for an under-eye concealer, most click link. 
And with our schedule, I should say that I should have bought that by the gallon. Yeah. Uh, it's one that you can buy from Woolies. It's an MCO. Uh, it's called Instant Erase Concealer. It costs less than 20 bucks. It's better than any of the really expensive brands I've tried. I should probably say that none of these are sponsored product placements. No. They're just products we liked. We were also way ahead of the curve on this one, Claire, plugging it long before Celeste Barber was paid yeah, to do right. so. If anyone follows her on Insta, which I'm sure many people do, she's now all tied up with that brand. As I head off to have my second baby, Claire, I reckon that's something you could get me for Christmas. I'm going to need to hide those circles under my eyes. <laughs> no worries. Things are done. <laughs> On to April. It was a bit more emotional. A hug that squizzes were digging. Yeah, a picture of a hug, to be exact. It was an image uh, called The First Embrace. It took out the World Press Photo of the Year. Uh, what is showed is an 85-year-old aged care resident, Rosa. She received her first hug in five months. Uh, it was with a nurse through a very elaborate plastic wall with sleeves. And mm. it's very touching and very sad at the same time. Yeah, speaking of a sign of the times, the next most clicked link from the month was tips on finding out if your data was exposed in a massive Facebook hack where 533 million users' phone numbers, email addresses and other personal details were leaked online. We love that quite often the most clicked links are about fashion and beauty or they are about something super useful, just like finding out if your account's been hacked. Things could only get better in May, Claire. Yeah, not if you were Treasurer Josh Frydenberg, though. Oh, he yeah. delivered the federal budget. That was on the 11th of May. And at an address the following day, Frydenberg said, uh, can I acknowledge my wife who is here without the kids? That's because my son, my four-year-old son, said that attending last night's budget was the most boring thing he's ever done. <laughs> I really enjoyed that. I thought that was really gold because how dull for a four-year-old. <laughs> On to June and Claire, you've said this was your favourite story of the year. Yeah, in the top three for sure. And in that month, it was hello lockdowns for Greater Sydney. Mm. And there was an epic press conference where New South Wales Police Commissioner Mick Fuller offered some examples of people who had been fined for breaching the state's public health orders. And the breakout star of that episode was the Auslan interpreter. You really did love this one. You talked about it in our great big squiz quiz as well. <laughs> what happened was two guys got lost in the National Park. They had to be rescued after... They ran away from a scary deer, is that right? Yep. And then they got whacked with a fine for breaching COVID rules. Yep. All of this, the Auslan interpreter had to sign to explain. It was just a ridiculous story on so many levels. Or should we say, dear oh dear. Oh boy. <laughs> Moving right <laughs> along to July. This was devastating. Fashion gurus said long time staple skinny jeans are a thing of the past and the current trend is all about straight leg jeans. A link about how to wear straight leg jeans was the most clicked for the month. I definitely need to click on this one because I did not get the memo about skinny jeans going out of fashion. Look, any of my jeans that I can get on and get the zipper done up are in fashion for me at the moment. <laughs> you can talk. I'm 37 <laughs> weeks pregnant. <laughs> True. Also popular in July was a three by five metre model of the Queen's Sandringham estate. What's notable about it, Claire, was that it's knitted. Yep. It was knitted. It was created by Margaret Seaman. Uh, it includes members of the royal family. She's 92 years old and she said that it was time for a bit of a rest after doing that. Yeah, what an effort. It's a bit random, but anything royal 
bound to get the clicks. That's the cold, hard truth of it. August also proved that Squeezers love a photo gallery, two ranked at the top in August. The first was the 2021 Australian Geographic Nature Photographer of the Year competition. Yeah, so taking out that top gong was a photo of a leafy sea dragon. It was hiding from predators, but the poor little thing has these really bright eyes, so it wasn't hiding very well. Uh, The second gallery that people went nuts for in August uh, was of the pivotal moments of the Taliban's takeover of Kabul. Yeah, as we said in previous episodes, that was one of the biggest stories of the year. A photo was the top link in September also. Duck boobs, Claire, over to you. You're the resident bird expert. (laughs) Yeah, I'm happy to take this one. So in the suburb of Kensington in Melbourne, there's a wall that has a fabulous mural of some ducks on the beach and someone came along and gave the ducks boobs. Uh, Locals (laughs) were pretty angry about it, but there were some really mixed feelings too because as one of the locals said, there was a diversity of boobs and she quite admired that. Well, I'd love to know if the ducks are back to their original form or if their alterations are still up. So if anyone in Kensington is listening, please let us know. Speaking of noteworthy animals, a viral tweet was the top link of October. So this was from a David Attenborough BBC doco and it shows the Japanese pufferfish carving out this really elaborate design in the sand to get a female's attention and he works for days. It's absolutely beautiful and a real natural wonder. It's kind of hypnotic watching it happen. Mm. It's pretty amazing. We're into November now and the discovery of four-year-old Cleo Smith in Carnarvon in Western Australia was one of the big moments of this year. Yeah, and after the year that Australia had to, it was a really big moment for everyone, most importantly a big moment for her family uh, and for that community. But it's like we kind of had this collective sigh of relief Mm. and the link that was most clicked uh, from that month was the room the police said that she was being held in by the man who's been accused of taking her. It was full of dolls and, of course, that's all in front of the courts now. The next ones I have strong feelings about. Oh, yeah? It's the cutting the mango one. Uh, Do you remember this? Yeah, got it, got it, got it. So instead of cutting it vertically and then slicing it into cubes, as most people do, there was this clip going around on Instagram that showed cutting it horizontally and then sort of twisting it off the top. Yep. I tried it. Doesn't work. <laughs> yeah, you were really, I remember, had very strong feelings about this. And all I know is that eating mangoes is awesome. I don't really yeah. mind how you cut them up. True. Good point. I mean, and it's messy either way. So just <laughs> enjoy it. To finish the year off, I don't think we could have had a more appropriate link that everyone clicked on. The poor old Christmas tree in Trafalgar Square in <laughs> London. <laughs> it's an annual gift from the people of Norway. Uh, it recognises Britain's support during World War Two, and let's just say that the tree looks like it's lost a battle with the hedge clippers. Yeah, it looks pretty stark, doesn't it? There's not a lot of foliage. Um, I think it sums up how a lot of us feel, a bit sort of bedraggled. But, Claire, it's still standing and that's the important thing, as we all are. <laughs> let's crystal ball the lighter stuff for 2022. Claire, it's pretty hard to predict good news. This is a whole new challenge. What do you reckon? Look, wall-to-wall good news next year, I reckon. There's not going to be any bad news. We're just going to be having a, a mega 2022 year in review, big fashion, fun year, makeup, underwear, <laughs> wild towels won't be on there, and hopefully a funny Christmas tree. That's my prediction. 
You heard it here first from the founder of The Squeeze. There's a big change in the business model happening for The Squeeze in 2022. Only good news. No, of course, we would never do that, but it is tempting, I've got to say. I'm hopeful, sort of along the same lines, though, that our most clicked fashion links for 2022 move from bras and tracky dacks and baggy eye concealer, Claire, to stuff that means we're getting out and about a bit more, yeah. maybe some dresses and some, some fun stuff. So that's a, that's a good idea. We can aim for that. Fingers crossed for that. That concludes our year in review mini series. All of this and more on our website via the link in your episode notes. Claire, that's our final podcast together for a little while. I'm off to have a baby. Might even have had it by the time this goes to air. (laughs) Well, that is true. I'll be keeping a very close eye on my phone. And look, Kate, as always, it's been great working with you on podcast and all things Squeeze this year. And, of course, I'm sure everyone wishes you all the best with baby number two. Here we go, going round again. And um, look forward to just being a listener of the Squeeze Today podcast uh, for the first (laughs) little bit of 2022. I will be back. That's all from us. Enjoy your new year and we'll be back next year. This week, our podcast is brought to you by Aware Super. As one of Australia's largest profit-for-member super funds, they have a range of helpful tools, like their My Retirement Planner, which allows you to see how much you'll need for retirement and provides an easy-to-understand plan of how to get there. And better still, it's free for all. Read the PDS and TMD at aware.com.au.